Welcome to 365 Christian Men, where every day we aim to inspire and encourage with real-life stories about men. November 25th, David Brainerd. When David Brainerd turned 20, he met Jesus. Brainerd writes of this time, My soul was so captivated and delighted with the excellence, loveliness, greatness of God that I had no thought at first about my own salvation, and scarce reflected that there were such a creature as myself. Brainerd's love did not grow cold. In his diary, he recorded this prayer. Here I am, Lord. Send me. Send me to the ends of the earth. Send me to the rough, the savage pagans of the wilderness. Send me from all that is called comfort on earth. Send me even to death itself, if it be but in thy service, and to promote thy kingdom. On this date, in 1742, a Scottish missionary society called Brainerd as a missionary to Native Americans in Massachusetts, and Brainerd went with much success. But a little more than five years later, at the age of 29, Brainerd lay dying in the house of his friend, Jonathan Edwards. Edwards wrote, He spoke to some of my younger children, one by one. When someone came into his room with a Bible, Brainerd said, Oh, that dear book, that lovely book. I shall soon see it opened. The mysteries that are in it and the mysteries of God's providence will all be unfolded. Danger often surrounds the believer, but God is our ultimate protection. David Brainerd didn't feel qualified to be a missionary. Health-wise, he was weak, and after riding a horse, he could barely walk. Sadness plagued him, and man, was it hard to spread the gospel to the Native American tribes of New England. He seemed to eat every meal with a side dish of discouragement. But within him, Brainerd had an undeniable fire. David burned to share the gospel. He had his eye on visiting a particular settlement, but the natives who lived there had already been badly hurt by visitors. Through alcohol and greed, the natives had come to see Christians as false and hypocritical. They wanted nothing to do with Christianity and often attacked any new settlers who came nearby. David's friends begged him not to go. The settlement was far away in a dense forest, and they feared the natives would kill David. But he ignored their protests and packed a tent and some essentials and headed into the forest. The journey was long, but thankfully uneventful. Just outside the settlement, David pitched his tent so he could pray and prepare for the first meeting. But unknown to David, some natives had followed him the last leg of his trip and watched him set up his tent. They hurried back to their chief to report that another one of those Christians had dared to enter their land. It didn't take long for the native council and their chief to dispatch a group of warriors to remove the intruder. The warriors hid among the trees and watched David's tent. He was still inside, probably still asleep. So the natives decided that as soon as he walked outside the tent, they would attack with arrows. They waited for him in silence. But soon they became impatient. David had been inside for too long. The warriors decided to slunk closer to the tent to see what the missionary was up to. They inched the tent flap back and saw David on his knees. 
He was saying words to God and asking him to help the natives realize he loved them and sent Jesus to die for them. Such words sounded too good to be true. The strange visitor was talking to an invisible being. Just then, from the ground came a sudden hiss. There, a rattlesnake had slithered towards David, and the man was still all focused on talking to the invisible being. They knew they should have run, but they couldn't stop looking. The snake slid in behind the missionary, ready to sink its fangs into David's neck and poison him. But then it stopped. Head raised, it seemed to be looking around. It didn't even hiss. Why the snake didn't move, the natives wondered. Why didn't it kill the missionary? Then the snake lowered its head, turned around, and glided out of the tent. The warriors were shocked, but the strange missionary didn't notice anything had happened. The warriors ran back to the chief and reported. Later, when David went out to the village to meet the people, the tribe welcomed him with warmth. Led by their chief, the people seemed happy to meet him. And soon they told about the rattlesnake who had refused to kill him. Now the tribe understood that the strange visitor was under the protection of the Great Spirit. David was awestruck at how easily God had brought him into the once unreachable village. They wanted to hear his message. He told how God sent Jesus to die for them and take away their sins. David was kind and loving, bringing them a message of hope. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. Psalm 91, 14. Has there ever been a moment when you were in danger, but God protected you? Danger often surrounds the believer, but God is our ultimate protection. Thank you for listening to today's story. Every day of the year, our hope is to inspire you with real life stories of faithful men who have gone before us. We are excited to announce that every 365 story is now available as an ebook and is available for purchase on our website at 365christianmen.com.